Welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. My name is Michael Connell. I'm your host. And here's William Linville. Hey, Will. Hey, Mr. Michael. How's it going, buddy? It's going wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing awesome and having a lot of fun as always. It's so awesome how no two days are ever alike. Isn't it odd how we're right here right now, but then let's say tomorrow morning. We're still going to be right here right now. Now, everything in between right here right now and tomorrow morning or next Monday morning, Friday morning, whatever, whatever. Isn't it interesting how the only thing that's truly constant is the now? Not about, okay, I got to look around, notice all the paint colors on and on. No, you know you're in your presence and you know you're in the relevance of now when the paint colors start to change. When the plants, they start to become brighter, they start to become more and more greener. The flowers, they like glow. The trees, the more that you connect with one or even walk up to, you start to see, you start to feel as well and admire the colors, the life force and the life form, but also the beautiful consciousness that it is where all of the colors start to change. They start to become more and more like you're taking off the linear sunglasses and everything starts speaking to you, showing itself. Everything becomes lighter, but most importantly, even brighter, more unique and more colorful because it's where you're really able to emanate, but yet we're not trapped in all these tunnel visions. We're not trapped in survival of the fittest. We're not trapped in any form of primal survival attributes. We're right here, right now, creator, looking up, looking around. You can look down if you want to be any direction. And where you can actually see how much is just teeming with light and mm-hmm. beaming with life force, all for you and your personal enjoyment. That leads us beautifully to pretty much every topic that you discuss. And today's topic is becoming aware and immune from the impact of weather patterns. And you were just sharing how, and I was feeling as you were sharing it, the experience of just being in the now with no extra thoughts or, or judgments and feeling all, all this around me. And this leads us to uh, becoming aware of how weather patterns impact us so that we can expand further into our true essence. And can you ex- share more? Because I, I never really thought of how weather patterns impact my body, my brain, uh, my moods. But now that I'm thinking about it, I started thinking about it when you brought it up for this topic. It's really quite interesting to another level of consideration to become aware of it. So can you share more about that, Will? When you're looking at the weather patterns, imagine yourself, we're heading to the coast, we're heading to the beach. Let's say North Carolina, Emerald Isle, and we're expecting sunshine, laying on the beach, Mai Tais, whatever, whatever. And 
We're just going to lay in the sun and just soak in the rays and go play in the water, on and on. And how does that feel for you right now? How light does that feel for you right now? How exciting. And then we get to the beach. We have maybe a half an hour and we lay out, make the Mai Tais or sex on the beaches or whatever the beverage may be. We lay back, put the suntan lotion on and all that. And then all of a sudden, a hurricane comes in and it starts raining and flooding. The ocean becomes all choppy. You can no longer see the sun and on and on. I want you to stop right now and take a breath. I really want you to feel what that feels like. We went from open, joyful, playtime expansiveness into a hurricane, tornado, or typhoon, whatever, tsunami coming in. I want you to feel within yourself, for one, the difference in your body. And number two, all the noises in the headspace. When really, it's only a weather pattern. How did that weather pattern, whether it be a tornado, hurricane, typhoon, or tsunami, how much power did you give to that to be able to take, for one, most importantly, to change how you feel? How much power did you give to it to let it affect how you feel and have you go into closed down reaction mode and shut down mode? And I want you to really be aware of this right now, because now we went from having a Mai Tai, a sex on the beach, or even a Corona on the beach, watching the sunset and the sun in the sky, and all that feeling of openness, expressiveness, expansiveness, decompression, to all of a sudden, wham, going into shutdown mode, fight and flight mode. And then it goes all the way back to, okay, I'm not worthy. Okay, well, I must not deserve. And all these head games. And for some, there are ones, well, the universe is against me, blah, blah, blah. No. Only thing it is, is weather pattern. So what if we just be aware of this? Now, let's just still you can put up a tent if you want, whatever. But let's really just be right there right now. No judgment, no projections, no assumptions from what you do when it rains and pours that you were taught as a child. At one point, you would run out the door naked, never given it a second thought. I still get in trouble for doing that. Now, from here, let's just be right here. No past, no future. Let's really experience the cleansing, the feeling and experience of the purification from the rain. Let's really just let it wash right through right onto cleaning your body naturally rather than the water that comes out of the faucet. Let's just be right here right now. Let's let it embrace you. Because remember, weather also comes from the whole universe. Where we're not pulling back, we're not closing down. We're also not giving it enough power to take your enjoyment away from you. Now let's go to wintertime. You wake up, there's snow on the ground, still falling. Let's just be right here right now, still on the beach. It's really just to experience what a flake of snow feels like. 
really just ferment. Let's have, let's have no predispositions. Let's experience what temperature feels like or sub-zero temperature feels like, Celsius or Fahrenheit. Let's really just be right here, right now. Let's do our best to take a breath again. Inhale through your mouth for the count of five. Hold for the count of five. Exhale for the count of five. Hold for the count of five. Then do it again. And exhaling through the mouth. Let's really just experience the presence of something so pure falling upon your physicality. Let's not judge temperature. Let's not have any past right now. Because have you ever noticed how children, before they're taught different, they'll run out the door, it's snowing, they're so excited that they never experience the cold. It's because at that point, they're still immune. They're so in the moment that they're able to see, feel, and receive all the joy from all the gifts of the whole universe. You know, you go to places that, you know, when you really watch the weather patterns, like you go to Alaska, and why do dear ones act, react the way they do when they do? If it's sunny outside, they show a different part of their personality. When it's dark for six months, they show a whole different side. And Alaska is a great place where it's very well known for depression. And some say it's sunlight, some say it's blah, blah, blah. Well, what about if it just comes to something as simple as how you're looking at it and how you're letting the six months of twilight or dark affect how you feel? You're going to tell your body requires sunlight and brain chemistry, neurons, telomere, neurotransmitters, dopamine, and so forth and so forth. But right now, you know, let's just, let's just experience it. Must be in a state. It could be Russia, it could be Alaska, it can be anywhere you want it to be right now. But where your body automatically starts to metamorphosize to the environment. Right now, let's just experience it. It's not quite fully dark, it's definitely not light. But how does that feel for you? How is your body responding? And then more importantly than your body, because your body is just following orders from the mind and the subconscious and the emotional attributes where darkness is bad. I can't wait till everything's light. And then others saying, I can't wait till everything becomes dark because it's been light so long. But right now, you know, we're just breaking all patterns right now to where we're really, really right here, right now, right here, right now in the relevance of the now being able to truly, fully experience what is. And then when it comes to weather pattern, let's talk about how do we become immune so we are expanding as if it was a sunny day. The first thing I would say, it's kind of a blanket phrase, but I mean it as literal as I can put it, which is find the beauty in everything. Right. Changes everything as soon as you think that. Last year, I had an experience where my brother and dad were coming to uh, our home for a guy's weekend. And 
we had the most exquisite plan of going to this really nice golf course to play golf and a few other things that were all outside the beach walking and a nor'easter, which rarely happens in Florida, but does came through that exact weekend because I had the whole weekend in my mind planned out. And generally at that time of year, which was the fall, you know, it's just really nice weather. Um, so all my plans went out the window. And so, you know, then my emotions were raging for a while, but so <laughs> thankfully because of some of my teachings from you, I was clearing all that out and I really didn't know what we were going to do. And so first we just went out to dinner and when we went out to dinner, all the restaurants were packed, but we went to one that I wouldn't normally go to. And there's the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars with his wife. They walk in right behind us. So we get this, <laughs> we get this experience to just see him. And, and um, it was just kind of just a uh, fun experience. We had a nice night. I had no idea what we were going to do on Saturday. We watched some soccer match on TV in Europe. We had fun. Then we went to a movie. Then after that, we went to this pub. And because it was a nor'easter, uh, things were a little quieter. We went to this microbrewery that I hadn't been to, had a great time, saw a friend there, ran into a friend. Then we went to this really nice uh, restaurant, sat at the bar. We just had like a magical day. And then the next day also just turned into a free-flowing magical day where we went to this Irish pub and watched um, the Jaguars and the Giants were on at the same time, our two favorite teams. And they both were had terrible seasons, but they both won. Awesome, awesome. So we had fun. And it was just like out of nothing – came just being together. Yeah. And because of that rain, because of that Nor'eastern, what, how did it affect all of your hearts be a, being able to stop, connect, and really catching up with one another? Right. It really slowed everything down. So there was so much more interaction between us. Uh, none of us knew what we were going to do next. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> we just made the decision in the moment as opposed to my whole planned out uh, spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was one, you know, just talking. Then we go to the next place. Well, we watch a movie. Then we go to the next place, talking, connecting, seeing what presents. And it was just one after the next, after the next of that. So it really was a weekend. You know, if we were golfing, we'd be in separate carts and we, you know, we don't interact as much because it's only just short bursts of conversation. So it, it really was a magical weekend, even though it was a nor'easter. And it really made me think of what you're sharing here is that even though we're getting wet and it was super windy and rainy and cloudy, there was still the opportunity to expand beyond it. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because, you know, I watch this stuff, Michael, and it's almost like they're afraid to get wet. But 
And it's like, well, the body, I mean, you got to remember in nine months in vitro, you were just swimming around the, uh, the fluid where you were just totally enclosed with liquid. And now for some odd reason, it's like a cardinal sin to get wet when it's raining. <laughs> but it's so funny, right? Because you, and it's all that taut stuff like, well, Michael, you might get a cold. Well, Michael, we don't want you to get pneumonia and die. And, you know, on and on and on. But your vibratory levels are so high at that point before you're inundated with all this other stuff that you become immune to all these cough, cold, uh, influenza, on and on and on. Now, and you're out there as you're literally puridly playing. And playing doesn't have to mean sit in a mud puddle and do the backflip. It means that you're really experiencing it for what it is. Right. And so tuning into like how subtly we can be impacted by the weather. Uh, also, you know, subtly is it has its own chemical impact. And then at whatever level of consciousness we're at and belief about the weather, it impacts us. And it makes me uh, think about you know, the whole process of waking up. And let's say you do, do have the day off, so you have more uh, space. Um, but really, right away in the morning, it's really an opportunity to be aware of how's the body feeling? Where's the body? So often I can see myself just accepting in the morning where, what is. As opposed to there's real opportunity right off the bat to really tune into it and consciously expand beyond it. Exactly. It's like you can sit back and vision your hypothetical perfect day. You wake up, the birds are singing, you have your coffee on the veranda or the balcony, whatever. The sun's out, the birds are chirping and on and on and on. And where maybe you have a full schedule, maybe you have nothing on the schedule. So you're not preoccupied for a moment where you're really able to experience the birds chirping and the greenery of the grass, the trees, the blooms, blossoms. Or maybe we get up and it's raining and on and on and on. Well, let's go out still on the veranda, you know, preferably if it has a roof, but it doesn't have to have one. Because it's still the same meditative state. You can listen to the rain. Like my angel, one of her favorite sounds is rain falling on a tin roof. It reminds her of when she was at her grandmother's as a child up in their barn or something like that. Why they kept her in a barn, I have no idea. But from here, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, starting to, I'm starting to figure it out. Okay, but but from here... You feel it all the way through your soul. You hear it, you feel it, and it's like the pitter-patter of the whole universe, but it's still that beautiful sense in feeling that presence of love right here, right now, in the relevance of the now, because in all reality, the now is where you exist. Right. Nothing outside the now is real nor true. Yeah, it's, I see it time and time again when I'm not in the now and then just a little shift. Sometimes it's even just when we start these podcasts and I'm um, expanding and we can feel how 
I wasn't even feeling the vibration on my body. Exactly, exactly. And when I'm in the now, I totally feel it. And it goes back to the favorite things I've ever read, which was from The Courses of Miracle. It was a one-liner, actually a two-liner. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Right. So what it tells me is my body can be threatened. All of my toys and stuff can be threatened. The home can be threatened. Bank accounts can be threatened. Cars can be threatened. When it's all said and done, the only thing that's not threatenable is me. Yeah. Our true self. Because you're eternal. Right. Now, there's a lot of freedom in that. That's why I love that message so much, because I don't walk around. Everything's an illusion and on and on, because... You know, I'm not the tooth fairy. I'm not a leprechaun. I still have a body on a planet. So I'm aware that, yeah, this over here may look like this, but I'm not giving it a meaning. Right. A power. You're not blocking it into uh, a judgment. Yeah. Like you go to dinner, you go to the movies. Maybe there's a weight. Maybe there's not a weight. Maybe it is what it is. But at the same time, it's like, isn't it also occurring perfectly in divine order specifically for you personally yeah like on that trip with your brother and your dad how much closer did you become how much more laughter did you have rather than playing turbo golf (laughs) and all the testosterone flying around right yeah right that playing golf would have been much more for my dad my brother and me to a certain level uh Going into old patterns. Yeah, because one part golf, it's an interesting sport, but at the same time, it's even if even if you're with a crowd or with your mom, dad, brother, sister, and otherwise, it's still a very solo sport. It keeps you in your head. There's an exercise that goes with this. It's more metaphoric than it is factual, but if you get affected by maybe your partner or maybe humanity, you're at a public restroom, whatever. And you go into the restroom and someone just had a bowel movement and, and there's a green fog and all that. And watching yourself, if you have a reaction to it, I would encourage you to stand, stand there hypothetically and just breathe, smell, breathe, whatever, until you start to feel immune to it. Uh-huh. Now, I'm saying it more figuratively. I'm not asking for everyone to go out to a public restroom and all that, or even your own restroom. But it's one of those things, right, where we get to really step back in the relevance of the now, take a breath, decompress, and really, it's also part of being true to yourself, but stepping into your own power, too. What has been able to literally affect how you feel, whether it's a big one, because lighting's lighting, then clouds are clouds, on and on, and then when the clouds are all out and the sun is very dim or behind the clouds. Yeah, it can give you the same effect of feeling like you're in a room with fluorescent lights for a long period of time. I implore you to sit there, take a breath, find the beauty within it, because that's where you're going to start building up your immunity. And all your immunity, it's not just like building um, calluses. Your immunity means that nothing has an effect over yourself. Many get into push, pushing each other's buttons on and on, and that's great to a certain extent, but not when it goes to judgment. 
it's not about the other person, what they're doing or not doing. It goes back to where, what you're thinking and perceiving and believing how things should be rather than how things are. Mm. Beautiful, William. Thank you for all that wisdom, clarity, exercises to assist us in expanding beyond and also not letting the outside world affect us and dumbing down or, or lowering our vibration. It's the opportunity for us to be aware of how we're feeling. And one way of that is seeing the beauty in everything so that we can expand and feel our true vibrant frequency and explore the world in the now from that place. Exactly. And it's like you start to shine and emanate and the world around you begins to metamorphosize for you. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you all for joining us. This is The Relevance of Now with William Linville. Please click subscribe. Also, please rate us to assist all of humanity and more who are interested in all this clarity about how we can feel our true vibrance. And your natural birthright. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Until next time. Namaste. Love you. Have a blast. <laughs>